Tis the season of upper respiratory infections. A new wastewater analysis report from Biobot Analytics suggests that across the country, the presence of COVID, flu, and respiratory syncytial viruses are on the rise. Stay safe through your holiday parties and travels. This is Pulse Check. I'm Catherine Ellen Foley. The White House's Office of Management and Budget released its unified agenda this week, a semi-annual estimate of the rules it anticipates agencies will make in the coming year. According to the agenda, the HHS's Office for Civil Rights is expected to finalize a rule in March that prohibits providers and insurers from sharing information to state officials about those who seek or provide legal abortions. The agenda also said the Drug Enforcement Administration plans to propose rules this month that would govern the prescribing of controlled substances via telemedicine. These drugs include Adderall for ADHD, testosterone for gender-affirming care, and buprenorphine for opioid use disorder. And the Biden administration has released a new framework outlining how federal agencies should evaluate the potential use of margin rights to seize patents on costly drugs. Politico White House correspondent Adam Kankren joins me to explain. Hey, Adam, thank you for being here. Of course, it's great to be back. So you reported that the Biden administration has determined they have the right to seize the patents for certain high-priced drugs. As we know, this determination came from the nine-month review of the government's so-called Marchin rights. So to start, can you explain Marchin rights and how they relate to the high costs of brand-name drugs? Yeah, absolutely. And this is a really complicated concept, and I will try to make it as simple as possible for our listeners who are not experts in patent law. But essentially, it gives the government the authority to look at products that have patents that were developed with help of federal funds. And it allows the government to say, for various reasons, availability, in this case, high price, we think that there should be more competition. We think that others should have access to this patent. So the Martian Authority gives the government the ability to go to a company and say, we're effectively extinguishing your patent. We're taking it away. And that means that other competitors can come into the market and make the exact same product without any kind of legal issues and hopefully create more competition and lower prices. And this applies to pretty much any area where there's any kind of an invention that requires patents, but it's particularly relevant here for prescription drugs, where a lot of times you have these really, really high-priced drugs for life-saving purposes. But because of various patents, only one company can make this drug for a certain number of years. And so they have no competition and virtually no restrictions on how much they can charge. And so that's how you get a lot of these prices that are hundreds of thousands of dollars that people need to pay in order to get access to cancer drugs. So the idea here is maybe the government in certain cases should be coming in and extinguishing that patent and saying, look, all you other competitors, generic competitors can now come in, create some competition, see if you can do this drug at a lower price. Got it. Why then is the Biden administration taking a middle road approach with this new framework rather than being kind of all in? I mean, we've seen so much about high drug prices this past year. Absolutely. And it's been 
for a certain segment of the Democratic Party, for progressives, marching rights have been something that they have been pushing the administration to do for years. They think that it's really kind of a central plank to using federal authority to force this competition, to force drug prices lower, not just depend on Congress and the goodwill of companies to drive down prices. The difficulty, though, is there's a lot of skepticism about how legal is this, under what circumstances can you do it, and concern that if you suddenly start going in and just taking away patents from companies, there'll be less of an incentive for them to develop new drugs, especially to develop new drugs that rely on public funds where they could then have the fruits of that labor suddenly taken away. Suddenly you have all this competition. So there's a real attempt here to balance wanting to lower drug prices with at the same time being worried about what will this mean if we're now suddenly interfering in a market that's kind of just operated on its own for a long time. And that is kind of an active debate both within the administration and within the broader Democratic Party, to be honest. And how do drug companies feel about all this? Oh, they hate it. You're going to see so much pushback from the industry, and we already have, for those kind of two main reasons that I described. One, they feel it's illegal. It's an overreach of government authority. And two, this concern that what's the incentive for us to be developing these big life-saving drugs if suddenly we can't profit from it to the degree that we expected. So you're going to see a lot of opposition to this framework to try to shape it and make it really as narrow as possible. So I'm wondering then what we sort of expect to see the Biden administration do with March and rights in an election year. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Notably, the administration is not going as far as they could have, right? They could have come out and said, we have this authority and here's the actions we're taking on this drug and this drug and this drug. They're notably not doing that. And they're still soliciting public feedback on what exactly the parameters would be when they would even use these marching authorities. So I don't think we can expect to see anything in the short term in terms of major action, maybe not even next year. Any kind of action that they tried to take would probably immediately end up in some kind of a legal battle, right? And that could drag on for years. But for the progressives who are excited about this development, the point they've made is a couple things. One, this is the furthest that any administration has ever gone in just confirming that this authority exists. And if the administration wanted, it could be free to use it. So that's already kind of a milestone there. And secondly, it sets up just another pathway for down the road being able to say, hey, look, your prices are way too high and here's the tool we have to lower it. There's some hope that just the mere threat of that will convince some companies to voluntarily lower some of their prices or think twice when they want to set a price for a prostate cancer drug at $120,000. So there's some hope that just by having this out there, it begins to kind of impact the market in subtler ways. Great. Well, thank you once again, as always, for explaining such a complicated issue to us, Adam. It's wonky, but it's important. And I appreciate the time here. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese and Alex Keeney are our senior producers. Kara Tabor is an editor for Pulse Check. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Catherine Ellen Foley, and this is my last day with Politico. It's been a pleasure to bring you the news through Pulse Check, listeners. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.